This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. It sure is that time. That time is the Halftime Show on Pulse 95 Radio with your boy Omar Adori live in the heart of Sharjah. Thank you very much for locking in across this hour. And boy, do I have a treat for you today because she was very good the first time. She's back for the remix And you know what Farah Gad is in the building And we're talking everything holistic Now you are not going to want to miss this Because this holistic coach is here with a bang There's so much to talk about We're talking about your light environment Which by the way Spoiler alert Is a game changer Because I heard about 15 No I'm joking It wasn't 15 voice notes It was 4 voice notes yesterday In the car And she was talking to me about it And you know what I'll tell you now what a show we have in store By the way, we're not just talking about that We're also talking about sleep And if you don't notice the pattern in the content that we're talking about sleep You might just have the best sleep of your life At the end of this week If you follow what she says That also, with sleep, we also have morning routines But everything really starts the night before So I don't want to give away too much But guess what, go grab a drink do your thing and be back straight away. Why? Because we have Farhad on the show on Pulse 95 Radio. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show on Pulse 95 Radio with your boy Omar Adouri and the amazing sister herself, Farhad, is in the building. Farah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Farah, you, you, again, we were talking about this offline, um, but i got to ask you because there's a lot of stuff you're doing and you're just completing uh, another degree. Yes. Another degree. What are you doing at the moment? Man? There's so much good stuff you're, you're, you're actually putting out there. But when someone asks you what do you do, how do you break it all down in a year? <laughs> you know what? It's, it's hard to break down. Yeah. Um, but you make it sound like I have like 10 degrees. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Let's not sell it short. There's a lot you're, you're cooking. There's a lot you're cooking. So at the moment, I am finishing up a degree in naturopathic medicine. Okay. Um, with okay. the London College of Naturopathic Medicine. Nice. Um, I've been also really diving deep into quantum biology. So mm. that that is a lot of what I think we're going to be talking about today. It's, yeah. it's all the circadian and quantum health. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know what I'll say. I'm a holistic health coach, but really I, I love taking all different aspects of health um, yeah. and kind of combining it into one. Yeah, and people that see your content, they, they, they definitely get that. I mean, you spoil them with your content. We said this offline. I can say this. I, you know what? She may not say it. I'll say it for her. Um, her content is unreal. Real for those people that want to follow you, how do they follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It is at farahgad underscore. Okay, okay, amazing. Let's talk everything holistic now. Yeah. Um, something you mentioned to me uh, again in the amazing voice notes leading up to the show <laughs> <laughs> was um, what Instagram isn't telling you about holistic health, and I thought that was so good. Uh, I could have just played that instead of you know me talking, <laughs> um, but your light environment is a game changer. We were talking about this offline. Why is it a game changer? So I think this is the one of the biggest components to health that is so underlooked because it's not the first thing you think of. You know, people talk about health, they'll talk about diet and, you know, eating your fruits and veggies and, oh, getting in your exercise, get in your 10K steps, all the general stuff, which, yes, they do make a big difference. And please continue doing that. Mm. But your light environment 
is and will always be far more important. And here's why. So we basically have a a 24-hour body clock, and this is what we call our circadian rhythm. And every single process in your body, every single one of them, it depends so, or actually your body clock navigates all the processes. So what does that really mean? Well, you have um, something in your eye, uh, which basically as light enters through the retina in your eye, it sends signals to your brain. There's a part of your brain called the suprachiasmatic nucleus, which is what we call the master clock of the body. And so light that enters your eyes, and now that can be artificial light or natural light, which I'll get into in a little bit, but it tells your body exactly what to do. So if you want that to be a good thing to support your health, you got to get in the right kinds of light. And if you don't, that's when we actually start to see different kinds of, you know, diseases or insomnia or even issues with losing weight or with mood issues. Mm. It is all affected by your light environment. Mm. Yeah. Um... It's people don't realize how sensitive light is yeah. uh, for good and for bad. What can we do to get us starting off on the right foot? Yeah, absolutely. So there's two things that I would do, and because they're so easy to implement, I think everyone should start this today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, first things first is in the morning when you wake up. Ideally, we want to be waking up earlier on, you know, close to sunrise, mm-hmm. and before you go on your phone. You don't you don't need to go on your phone first thing in the morning. It can wait a couple of minutes. Just step outside, and if you live in an apartment, that's okay. Poke your head out the window, go on the balcony, or if you're in a villa, just go out into your garden and expose your eyes to natural sunlight Mm. without glasses without contact lenses and what that does is is it signals to your body exactly what time of day it is Mm. and based on that your body starts doing all the correct processes for example switches off melatonin so that you're not feeling groggy and sleepy anymore and switches on serotonin and dopamine which make you feel alert and awake and actually make you feel really good Mm. but not only that your you know your serotonin later at night when it's when you're exposed to darkness it gets converted to melatonin again which is then gonna help you sleep and repair and recover Mm. so that's really important to do in the morning but then at night you want to be blocking out blue light as much as possible now blue light comes in the form of your phone your laptop your tv but it's also your led light bulbs that we typically have at home Mm -hmm. they are very rich in blue light they're not the same incandescent bulbs we used to have back in the day Um, so what you could do is instead of using those bright lights maybe try some candles or to be a little bit easier than that you could just invest in some blue light blocking glasses which block a hundred percent of the blue light that way just pop those on and i tell you your sleep will so dramatically improve it's unreal Mm. it's honestly unreal how long should you have these glasses on before you go to sleep? So you could even do just an hour before going to bed and mm-hmm. that already <laughs> makes a huge difference because they're completely orange or red and that stimulates your brain to start releasing a lot of melatonin. So mm-hmm. you'll feel it within about 10-15 minutes of wearing them. You're like, man, I could go to sleep right now. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. don't, don't wear them if you're driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, even an hour, I would say after sunset, but yeah. you know, even an hour before bed. Yeah, my yeah. wife makes fun of me for wearing those. Do you have them? Oh yeah, the red ones? Yeah, the red ones. Yeah, I'll tell you the brand ones when we take a break. (laughs)
<laughs> We've got the Asad prayer coming up, but um, stay tuned for more. What a great conversation with the one and only Farah Gad, who's here on the Halftime Show on Pulse95 Radio. Remember, guys, we're on every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4 UAE time. The podcasts are out on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. And also, if you prefer a visual, head over to our YouTube channel on Pulse95 Radio, and we are there. We'll be right back after this. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. The show is that time. The Halftime Show, Pulse95 Radio with your boy Omar Adori live in the heart of Sharjah. If you were tuned in on Instagram, apologies for the sound control, but we are here and we are live. And you can also check us out on TuneIn Radio, Pulse95Radio.com, our app Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. We are here, myself and the wonderful Farah Gad is here. She absolutely smashed that first segment and we were still by the way behind the scenes footage is just as good as what you guys get to see on radio she's chuckling in the background but it's a hundred percent fact um we were talking about light environment small things that we can do to kind of help us with our everyday but one thing i want to ask you farah is if your sleep isn't good then your rhythm is off and if your rhythm is off then sometimes you feel a little bit unstable to say if you're trying to meet and match your goals how can we improve that uh through sleep yeah absolutely so the main thing i would say is keep your sleep routine very similar most nights if you could do every night amazing and what i mean by that is we want to align it again with our circadian rhythm so ideally we should be going to sleep by 10 if not a little bit earlier than that Mm -hmm. because most of our regenerative processes so healing processes repair processes in the body they actually take place before midnight and if you're looking to you know working on your your body goals or health goals fitness goals then this is very very important as well because we have a hormone called leptin which is your appetite and weight regulating hormone and that does its job before midnight Mm. so if you're going to bed every night you know 11 p.m or even later than that you're likely missing out on that leptin what we call signaling and so that not only that but a lot of the repair that will enable you to to meet your fitness goals to push harder and for a lot of neurotransmitters to be produced the next day now neurotransmitters they are things like your dopamine which give you motivation which Mm. you know give you that push they rely on good sleep and good circadian rhythm Mm. and that comes before that time frame absolutely before Mm. that time frame and also to support your liver Mm. because your liver is most active between 1 to 3 a.m but you got to be in a deep sleep by then Mm. so again 10 o'clock is like the prime time to get to bed Mm. and and for those that are listening and thinking it's just for us folks by the way if you're an athlete or someone just has specific goals it's for them too right a hundred percent it's for everyone everyone okay so that 10 to 12 window period yeah okay um something when you said leptin something signaled off ghrelin ghrelin yes so ghrelin is basically your home hormone that signals that you are you know satisfied and full right. whereas leptin it's kind of your hormone that signals to the body you know okay this person has x amount of excess weight tomorrow mm-hmm. we're gonna make their body do all kinds of things to start shedding off that weight yeah and it also kind of controls your appetite in a way where you know a lot of people they'll they'll have their dinner and they'll be like oh i need a little something sweet after yes that is actually a sign that your leptin is a little bit off because you should should not be feeling hungry after eating a meal with the correct amount of energy for you mm, and or the right nutrients the right nutrients as yeah. well exactly yeah mm, okay yeah because when you said that I, I, 
I had a couple of books in my head that flipped over pages and it went leptin ghrelin and I thought yeah, yeah why do those two almost counter each other at some point yeah okay okay um I also want to ask you because a lot of people when they when they hear us talk here on the show and they they take all these amazing nuggets away they think what if they work different type of hours how can they almost fix their body clock to try and get the same feeling that you're talking about so you mean like night shift workers or yes yes okay. or people that work late finish late let's say for example I finish coaching at 10 yeah yeah and I don't get home till around 11 I'll give you a couple of really good tips for Go that. On. So there's always something you can do. It's it's not the end of the world if that happens. It's not ideal, but mm. it's okay. So first thing you can do is you can block blue light while you are at work. And you don't have to wear the super red glasses. You can just wear the yellow ones where mm. it's doing something, but you're able to still see and see color and things like that. That way, when you do go to bed, the melatonin will actually get secreted quite, quite soon after you're already home and in a darker environment mm. versus, let's say, four hours later. How are you going to get sleep? Um, second thing is is to keep your meal timing still according to circadian rhythm timing. So stop eating after sunset. Mm. Um, even if you're working, it trust me, it will help you get a better sleep once you do get home um, and for all these regenerative processes to happen. Because eating late into the night, close to bedtime, it actually switches off a lot of things that are supposed to happen in the body melatonin is basically opposing to cortisol every time we eat there is a cortisol secretion mm. and if there's a cortisol secretion there cannot be a melatonin secretion mm. right so i would stick to those two things to start off with you got me thinking now the yellow the yellow light it's almost like the Ali G glasses, the, the yellow. It's similar to that. <laughs> okay. And the red ones are the ones that I have that my wife makes yeah. fun of. Okay, okay. Yeah. I got this. Those are stronger, the red ones. Correct? The red ones are the strongest ones. And yeah. as soon as you put them on, your body starts producing melatonin. Whereas yeah. the yellow or orange ones, those don't block all of the blue light. So not 100% of the blue light, but just enough of the harmful, harmful yeah. light. Yeah. How do you stay on top of all these things? I have my answer, but I want to know your answer. I mean, for me, it's just like... Do I want to feel good? The answer is, of course, yes. Yeah. And doing these things makes me feel so good. So mm -hmm. even a couple of days of not being in my routine, oh, I feel it. I mm -hmm. feel the difference and I don't like it. Mm. <laughs> so the next day I am back on track and I love it. It's yeah. not a chore to me. It's it's. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you rely on trackers? I mean, I wear the Whoop tracker. Okay. I wouldn't say I rely on it, but yeah. it has given me a lot of helpful insight as to what works for my body. And actually, interestingly enough, as soon as I started wearing the blue light blocking glasses, or let's just say blocking blue light at night, my deep and REM sleep shot up. Like I am hitting past two hours of each. Oh, wow. Almost every night. And that's high on the percentage. Yeah, alhamdulillah. And alhamdulillah. That's, on, that's on the percentage as well, right? That, that percentage would be high. Yeah, I mean, that you should be hitting more than two hours, but most people are getting about 30 minutes of each. <laughs> Go and check yours right I'll now. It. That's right. <laughs> you guys can't see on the, on the screen. I'm actually doing this right now. If you're lucky enough to watch us on YouTube, I'm checking my sleep. Uh, yeah, but don't look at a good night's of sleep. Look at your average. Oh my God. This is awful. This was yesterday, 41 minutes. Oh my gosh. Right. On that note, I might just take a quick nap in the break and we'll be right back <laughs> after this. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Sure is that time. We're having a good time here on the Halftime Show on Pulse95 Radio. Because I don't want to keep this from you guys, and you guys are amazing listeners, I'm going to share with you what we were talking about during the break. Yes, I'm cool like that. But the thing is that me and uh, Farah were here, and she was uh, 
not making fun at me because she doesn't do that but she was she, she's laughing now are you watching on YouTube she's actually <laughs> cracking up at me already because we were talking about trackers and that triggered from when she was telling me about some of the stuff amazing stuff she was doing and I saw the whoop but I didn't say whoop because my personal experience with whoop was different to her experience with whoop so then I told her that I rely on trackers a lot because I wear a certain type of ring not my wedding ring but a different type of <laughs> ring that um <laughs> that I rely on for sleep and she we were talking about sleep earlier so Farah again what did you notice about my apps can you share it with us here because she was actually shocked <laughs> <laughs> I was very sh- okay no I was not shocked you were um, shocked I was shocked yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, his HRV so his heart rate variability was actually high <laughs> like did what? you see the way she said that <laughs> She said it was actually high, like it actually beats. This is not fair, people. Because you beat me. Yours is higher than mine. <laughs> Again, she's revealing my age here, people. <laughs> we work very hard. Anyone that works out with me knows that I might not be the loudest, but I definitely work my backside off. I was going to say something wrong there. I definitely work my backside off. Um, morning routines is what we're diving into now. And it's right on Segway because that's probably the first thing that I would do. I mean, I pray in the morning, go wash up and then, or I wash up, pray. Then I won't check social media. I will check a specific certain app, not a paid uh, sponsorship, by the way, a specific <laughs> uh, certain app to see if it matches the way I feel. But what I want to ask you, because I've seen your content, your morning routine pretty much starts the night before because you pretty much get yourself ready. Uh, how should we ideally start our mornings? And walk me through the perfect, there you go, morning routine. Go ahead. Okay, so I don't know if this is perfect, but it's what I found to be incredible. And this is what I teach my clients to do as well. Yeah. Um, so again it comes down to our circadian rhythm but it also comes down to hydration and nutrition so first thing in the morning typically people will go on their phone right yeah. they, they switch off their alarm they check their messages you don't need to do that there is absolutely no reason to go on your phone so put that aside for just even five minutes instead make your way outside get that light into your eyes like i spoke about before let your body get the correct information from the sun so that all those nice processes can start happening and then head over to your kitchen. Grab a nice glass of water, ideally spring water, and um, add in a little pinch of quality sea salt. I like Celtic sea salt. You could do that. You could do um, Redmond's sea salt is really nice. And what that does is basically it has over 80 minerals, um, trace minerals, and that hydrates you far, far, far better than just having water on its own. Because when you sleep, you're going through a lot of detoxification, repair, and all that, and you probably sleeping for about nine hours you'll wake up a little bit dehydrated you want to hydrate your body to start off the day well and to kick start your digestion before you have breakfast now then after that you want to be having breakfast within 30 to 60 minutes of waking up this is a bit controversial because people like their intermittent fasting I'm not against that. I think fasting is great, but we need to fast more in alignment with our circadian rhythm because ideally to get the correct cortisol response in the morning, we want to straight away, well, not straight away, but maybe an hour in, get in food. And we want to make sure that the food as well is the correct type of food. And that is more leaning towards protein and healthy fats. Mm. And that's going to give you the correct leptin signaling, the correct cortisol response, 
And that way you will feel satisfied and you're not going to feel shaky or like you want to snack straight away after. Mm. Uh, I've got to ask you, and a lot of people that have listened to the show today have heard you say it a number of times, circadian rhythm. <laughs> it is like the magic uh, quote of the day. Uh, how can they track their circadian rhythm? So, you mean as in how good it is? Yeah, how do they know where they're at? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I would say... First thing in the morning, are you hungry? Mm. You should ideally be waking up with hunger. And it's not like necessarily an excessive hunger, although I wake up, I'm like starving. I'm like, give me food. <laughs> but you should feel hungry. That is a correct signal that your circadian rhythm is, you know, on point. Mm. Secondly, do you feel tired, you know, about 9 p.m., 10 p.m.? Like you should be dozing off already. That is another indicator that your melatonin cortisol balance is correct. Mm, yeah. I like that. I like that. Wow. Okay, right. Let's take a quick break. I'm going to play you some answer phone by Ella Irie Banks and Amp Ranks right after this. Let's go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Oh, it's that time. Halftime Show, Pulse95 Radio. I can't believe it's almost full time on the Halftime Show. And if you're, if you're not tuned in uh, <laughs> behind the scenes, then you will see she's absolutely destroying me with the jokes she's killing me with the she's she dropped the the whole oh my god your hrv is actually pretty good is that what you said <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, you know if i needed to humbling i got humble today that's that's fine if, I, if i'm gonna be humbled by anyone it's gonna be this person here so far i got is in the building and we're having a good time um we were talking about a few things which again makes me bring it into the show because i always think that a lot of people can relate to this and relying on trackers and apps and and all sorts of things and then I was telling her that I was using a specific app uh, since December 2016 and she, she she's <laughs> she's she can't help herself um, and she started laughing then I was talking about um, like how important it is for me if I if and my and Maria my mum will know this if I lose the sensor for my heart rate monitor or I misplace it oh my god it, the, the workout does not count I don't know what <laughs> I said is it just me? No, no. I feel like that's that's everyone. Okay. <laughs> everyone who has a tracker, they feel that way. Okay, because it, it gets bad. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like I'm, I'm like, yo, you lot need to stop now and bring it out because something's with my... And I put it in the same place. And you know the worst question is, where'd you leave it last? Oh, I hate that. But, <laughs> do you know? And before, I used to actually answer. <laughs> but well, I left it here. And then they'll go... Did you check? No, of course I checked. I'm asking you. I'm asking you where it is. If I checked, I wouldn't ask you. Anyway, it, I, I rely on trackers, I think, yeah. quite a bit for, for performance and all, all these kind of things. And I realize consistency is key. Yeah. And more than being obsessed with, uh, you know, um, all the applications and how lucky we are to have all the resources we have. We've also got to turn it around into something that's actually a very good thing. We've got so much data. We've got so much access to all these things but taking away from that one of the things that i really like about your content is grounding yeah and that doesn't require any no actually it requires you not to have anything there. on you see that segue <laughs> I like that i like right? that <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk to me about grounding okay so let's first maybe say what grounding is so yeah. grounding is literally just placing bare skin mm -hmm. onto the surface of the earth so that mm -hmm. could be walking on grass that could be walking on the beach that can even be just you being in a body of water a lake an ocean whatever it is and what that does is is so basically the surface of the earth has a negative charge and that means that it is 
free flowing with electrons. Now, mm. all you all you need to know is that our body runs off of a negative charge. So for us to thrive, we need a negative charge in the body. That means we need more electrons than protons. Now, we are constantly losing electrons to our environment and lifestyle. For example, EMF exposure, which is just, you know, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and all that. That steals electrons from us. That drains us. And so grounding is a free way to bring in a bunch of those electrons. And they basically go to wherever they're needed in the body mm. to repair mitochondria. If you have inflammation, this is a huge thing. It is grounding is the most potent anti-inflammatory. There's nothing like it. You could take all the turmeric. You could take the best anti-inflammatory supplements. Nothing comes close to, to grounding. And there's actually a bunch of studies and research to back this up. Mm. Um, so if you even have an injury, the first thing I would do is step outside and ground. Ground for a good hour. After exactly about 20 minutes is what they show in the studies, it significantly reduces inflammation. And if someone has, you know, high blood pressure, for example, grounding has been shown to actually improve blood viscosity. So again, that is the first thing I would do every day. Did you know we're actually supposed to be grounded 24-7? That is how our ancestors wow. lived. When was the last time you grounded? When you were probably at a beach. Well, how many? How often do you go to a beach, right? <laughs> I mean... She, is, she just killed your host, by the way. Last week. <laughs> it's the first time in a year. <laughs> you no, know, but seriously. Like, oh, you're right. You're right. Think about it that way, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, you're right. I, I also, the question I was going to ask you when you were talking about grounding is, does the surface... Um, matter and does it send different signals to your body yeah um so no yes and no because any natural surface of the earth it will give you exactly the same thing you could by the way even just have your toe you know on the grass you don't need to have your whole body don't worry about that even just your hand touching a tree does the job and mm. this has been proven over and over again but with that being said we do live in a city and mm -hmm. that means there is something we call dirty electricity and that is all around you know we've, we've got all the the lampposts we've got all the underground stuff going on um so I would say it's not the best idea to ground in the middle of a city, mm. but if you could find like a grass field, or if you could find some sand, if you could go to the beach, um, if you're you know not in the UAE, maybe go to a forest. Amazing, mm. they're all the same. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I I also tend to uh, notice a lot of things <clears throat> that you have on your on your content. By the way, what was your social media handle again? Uh, at farahgad underscore. Yeah, I knew that. Um, <laughs> I also noticed that you, you have certain things like these hacks that you do or use or recommend. Um, I'll drop one and I want you to think of maybe one or two before you wrap up. Um, one of them was replacing coffee with matcha. Yes. Oh my God, yes. You see how she said that? You see how she said yes? <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, that has been a game changer. I mean, I was never a coffee drinker, but I do know a lot of people who made the switch from mm. coffee to matcha. There's nothing wrong with coffee, but the thing is, is people exceed kind of like the daily yeah. limits. And actually, you should stop drinking coffee at about 9 to 10 a.m. Because stop drinking yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, you should not. Yeah, you should not go past that. Wow. And especially if you have the type of genes that are more sensitive to caffeine, yeah. 10 a.m. should be the cutoff mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, and a lot of people going for their second, third cup at like 2 p.m. Yeah, well, people just tuned out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good because it's almost full time. They, they caught most of it. Um, all right. So, okay. So, see, this I never knew. So, 
so with with coffee you would say that they would normally have to tune out by 9 10 but with matcha when would they tune out Matcha can be a little bit later on, I'd say maybe noon, just mm-hmm. because it has less caffeine in it. And another reason I really love matcha and advocate for it is because it gives you a six, four to six hour gradual energy increase, right? Mm. Whereas coffee, it's a one to two hour spike yeah. and then you crash. And that's yeah. when you go for your second cup of coffee. Right. Whereas matcha, four to six hours, nice gradual increase, no crash. Mm. So you feel good. You feel good throughout the whole day. And you don't crash at the end of that. And you'd only have the one. You only have the one. And another thing is, is matcha is very high in something called L-theanine, mm. which is a really like calming, feel-good, focused type of type of neurotransmitter. Mm. Yeah, coffee doesn't have that. <laughs> I've been reading on that. Yeah, yeah, it works. It does. Yeah, I've been reading on that since you told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. See, guys, she she educates your host as well. The host <laughs> with the most is not the most right now. Um, <laughs> that's great. Um, listen, if you just tuned in now and you're probably thinking wow i've missed a great show well you have because we talked about everything holistic we talked about uh light environment being a game changer we talked about sleep circadian rhythm we talked about morning routines we talked about matcha she made fun out of my heart rate monitor i mean we, we went through everything and it was uh fantastic um but you've been a great guest man thank you so much it's, i'm so happy to be here it's uh it's it's been lovely lovely having you on uh, you can catch every monday wednesday saturday three to four uae time and the podcast and the youtube show will be out this week thanks to super mario you can catch farah on that on the show farah thank you very much thank you so much full time whistle here take care guys <laughs> salam This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.